Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore some of the big money issues in the world of sports. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Wednesday. (laughs) It is time for Fantasy Football Talk. And with two of the smartest people in the business, Damian Sassauer, who's just brilliant at it, Rich Truman, who is just brilliant at it, and so I'm going to, that's why I brought a pen in here, so I can get your picks, what you guys are going to do. Uh, first of all, real quick, how did you guys do week one? Well, I'll, I'll crack that one off. I mean, I'm fabulous, so of course I won in our work week. Um, I don't know how I pulled it off, actually, to be honest. With you. Actually, I do know Saquon Barkley. I mean, what a first week by Saquon. He looks all the way back. And um, in my uh, in my second league, yeah, you know, I had Patrick Mahomes and, you know, can't beat five touchdown passes from Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I mean, he's all the way back. But we're all 1-0 and in our league at work. In my league, I had a major mess up. I had, believe it or not, I had Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, and Justin Jefferson, and I still lost. How the heck did you On lose? a hunch, I, 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 as one of my sleeper picks last week, which hopefully you didn't take the advice, I recommended <laughs> Mike Davis, and I said A.J. Dillon, and that cost me. Ooh. But I just had like one point out of my kicker, uh, two points out of Kyle Pitts. It was just the rest of the team was a no-show. Well, it was a wonky week in week one, and we'll get all to that in a second. But uh, there were some injuries uh, and already there are some teams that are totally affected. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, good luck, because uh, I don't see much happening here. In the fourth quarter, Dak Prescott, he got injured. He's going to be out for at least six to eight weeks. Guys, what do you do if you had Dak Prescott as your quarterback? Basically, if you look at the starting quarterbacks in week one, um, and I'm looking at those who scored the fewest points in week one, I would say four out of the six had an ADP of 12 or better, and those being Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, as you mentioned, Stafford, and Brady. (laughs) So those four quarterbacks, and by the way, in terms of quarterbacks with 20-plus fantasy points in week one, this is the lowest number we've seen since 2017. Only six quarterbacks in week one had 20 points or more, and uh, and so yeah, the QB position is going to be an area of focus, I think, for a lot of fantasy owners on the waiver wire this weekend. But going to your point about Dak Prescott, what do you do if you're a CD Lamb owner like myself? Oh. <laughs> I drafted him the second round. They listen to our podcast, right? <laughs> you could, you know, he is possibly a buy low candidate because Prescott it might be back as soon as a month, so you might be able to get him at a bargain if you're willing to pull off a trade. Well, here's a problem with that. If you have Dak Prescott, first you need the Cowboys to put him on the uh, injured reserve list because if they do that, then you have a spot where you can go. If they don't do that, then he's on your bench, and you now you're forced to like drop somebody you might not want to. I mean, do you pick up Cooper Rush? What, what do you do as Dak Prescott's backup? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, look, you have to stick with C.D. Lamb. You drafted him in the second round of most drafts, right? And look, he, he, sometimes a change in quarterback isn't necessarily a bad thing if they lock into their one, you know, their, their wide receiver one. Now, that doesn't mean that C.D. Lamb's not going to command all the attention. I mean, he's the only game in town. I mean, Dawson Schultz, uh, sorry, um, uh, uh, what's his face? Schultz should have a a pretty good, you know, he should have a pretty good time of this also because you're going to probably see, you know, uh, the quarterback check down. And so, you know, you might even see guys like Pollard who had an awful first week come back. But yeah, the, the the Cowboys are in a lot of trouble here. They may actually be worse than the Jets this season. Yeah, going back to week one, if you look at some of the trends, like the, the primo wide receivers lived up to their billings. I mean, the top four or five receivers last week were Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs. That was, you know, pretty much chalk. And even the running backs, Barkley, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Swift, and the quarterbacks, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Wirtz was a surprise, but Hurts wasn't. But if you look at the tight ends, Kelsey was the number one tight end, but the other top tight ends last week, O.J. Howard, Taysom Hill, and Gerald Everett. I mean, that's unbelievable. See, I, I mean, I have to I have to take point with this, uh, Rich. Did you actually think Saquon Barkley was capable of doing what he did in week one? I mean, those are the most, fa- I mean, the most, uh, the best rushing day by a New York Giant rushing back since 1950. You know, I mean, yeah, it was he, just he an was just unbelievable. Named, and it was just named player of the week. And, also. and yeah, and I mean, look, and he was going, I mean, in our draft, he went late in the second round. You yeah. know, a lot of people were, were sour on him. I think you make a great point, though, about the wide receivers and here's one more for you you know you mentioned the big four receivers you know you mentioned uh you know jefferson cup adams i want to focus on jamar chase you know jamar chase picked off right where he left off last season he had the most end zone targets of any player in week one he had four end zone targets in week one so i mean adams was right up there also but that's a good sign for jamar chase heading into the 2022-23 season i hope you're right i took him with the seventh overall pick <laughs> in our draft by the way if you have oj howard Sell now, because, you know, don't believe that. You're going to see the stat line, and you're going to say, ooh, it's like, look at this. And then there's going to be some sneaky guy out there that's going to say, listen, if you want O.J. Howard, go right ahead. I'll trade with you, and you're going to get taken, because the rest of the season, those might be the only two touchdowns that he'll have for the entire season. A couple a couple other notes I just wanted to make about week one. Cardell Patterson, who went very low in most drafts, picked up where he left off last year, was a beast. And a surprise, Cam Akers threw up a goose egg and Daryl Henderson had over 80% of the snaps, which surprised a lot of people. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. 
Well, I think Richie made a really good point earlier by focusing on the tight end position, and I'll tell you why. If you look at any, you know, ESPN, CBS, Yahoo, you name it, I mean, PFF, and you look at their pickups of the week, one name that is just not on anybody's radar, it seems to me, is indeed Taysom Hill. And I want to talk about Mm -hmm. Taysom Hill for a second, because in most fantasy websites, he's listed as a tight end. Let me tell you what Taysom Hill's numbers were in week one. He had one reception for two yards on one target. How he made his bread and butter was out of the wildcat, man. I mean, he rushed for a touchdown. He had four for 81 rushing. I mean, think about this. If Jameis goes down for any period of time, you've got a super flex in a standard league. You're starting a quarterback at tight end. Good yeah. point. Very good so, point. So, I mean, I picked him up in two out of my three leagues. I mean, how do you, I mean, if it, it just if it happens, I mean, think about the advantage you might have at the key tight end position through the second half of this year. There's an obvious pickup for running backs. And if you had Elijah Mitchell, like I have in my other league, and you're, and I'm watching streaming the, the San Francisco game, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, I see Pam Oliver telling me that Elijah Mitchell is out. He's on the injured reserve list now because he's going to be out for about eight weeks because of a knee injury. So now you have the obvious, well, when you're talking about Kyle Shanahan, you don't know how his mind's going to work, but the obvious pickup seems to be Jeff Wilson. And which, you know, a lot of people are going to be spending a lot of money uh, to pick up Jeff Wilson for this. If you still have a chance now on the waiver wire to get him, Go get them now. You're going to spend a lot of money. But you don't know what Kyle Shanahan's going exactly. to do. And they still give Debo the ball a lot at the goal line, so keep that in mind. Yeah, and, and Jeff, Trey Lance and Jeff gonna, Wilson's injury prone. And, and okay. Trey Lance is also going to run for st- – I mean, yep. you know, he's he can do it with his legs too. But, I mean, San Francisco's an, a, a tough one because, you know, I mean, you thought Ayuk was going to really come in hot. You know, he looks like he's been in great shape. You know, it's just – I think the weather had something to do with that. Oh, I mean, well, if you saw the conditions in Chicago, well, that my was – God, they were playing in Lake Michigan. Yeah. I mean, that was bad. Now, what about Rex Burkett? That was a surprise because I had Damian Pierce in our league and another league, and Rex Burkett took three-quarters of the, the snaps – um, I just picked him up in another league. Again, you just don't know. I would think down the line, as as Houston piles up more losses, um, that they'll just go with the rookie. But I think if you need a, a running back, Rex Burkhead might be good for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a bone here to Michael Barr. You know, if you need a running back and he's still out there, Jamal Williams had the most red zone mm-hmm. targets and carries combined in Week One with seven total. I mean, he is a legitimate flex play in my mind. And though you know they obviously have DeAndre Swift, you really can't ignore you know the role he played. Here's another one that's gonna make fantasy owners cringe: Miles Sanders. <laughs> he had three goal line looks. I mean, I'm talking rush attempts and targets inside the five in Week One. He had eight, eight over the entire 2021 season. So I don't know if this is a trend in the good way for, for Miles Sanders. I mean, but uh, but you can't fail to take note of that. All right, Michael, move it forward. Move it forward. Give me your sleeper, sleeper pick, sir. I had two last week. One, which was a hit, was Antonio Gibson. The other one was a miss, as I mentioned before, Mike Davis. I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson again. Hmm. Um, he was very effective uh, catching the ball. He had seven catches for 72 yards last week. So I like him. And I'll give you another under-the-radar guy who had a miserable debut for the Rams. But I'll go with Allen Robinson as a bounce-back yeah. candidate this week. They're playing the Falcons. I think Stafford and Allen Robinson have both bounce-back weeks this week. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I I guess it's just fresh in my head. But uh, Jerry Judy can be uh, he can yeah. be something in that offense, man. I mean, like, look, I mean, if they didn't play very well at all. It was definitely in Seattle. That crowd had something to do with it. 
but I love the athleticism that Jerry Judy brings to the table there. I love that offense once they get you know a little bit of rhythm and, and they start to get things going. I think he can have a, a pretty decent week this week. I like him better than Court and Son. One quick note before we wrap this up. Survivor Leagues, uh, it was a wonky week. Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, in one of my Survivor Leagues, 261 entries were in. By the time it ended after week one, we're down to 94. That's how quick it went away because there were a lot of people loved Indianapolis like me, and that was the end of it. By the way, five teams this week playing have it about a double digit giving up for the other teams. you got the Rams. They're giving up 10.5. You've got uh, Buffalo. They're giving up 9.5 to Tennessee. Green Bay, 9.5 to Chicago. San Francisco giving up nine and a half to Seattle. I, I, I'm, wow, I'm that's got to come in, yeah. I, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, pay attention out there, folks, because uh, there's there's a lot going on uh, in Survivor Leagues. By the way, Denver's the other one I didn't mention. Denver, nine and a half against Houston. This has been the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, our fantasy sports edition, and you can catch it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays with all of our podcasts. And by the way, Damien, that show that you are on (laughs) is spectacular. I'm trying to make some coin, man. Yeah, Tell man. me more about it. Yeah, no, Bloomberg the lineup. It airs uh, every Friday. It drops at 7 p.m. and uh, we're going to talk. We're going to follow this. We're going to follow the money in global sports. That's the idea, right? We're going to talk a little bit about business, but really the differentiating factor there is it's a sports betting show first and foremost. We're going to be looking at lines. We're going to be looking at spreads. We're going to be looking at where you might be able to find opportunities uh, relative to the sport books in the world of sports. And so uh, check it out. It's uh, Friday evenings at seven, and then it runs through Saturday morning. I suggest you listen, folks, because. Rich and I, we are just in shirts and pants, and Damien is in a <laughs> sweet suit. So you know that he's making some money. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, download the show wherever you get your podcast. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.